and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Black Summer. This is Season 2, Episode 3, Card Game. Written by Sarah Selman. Directed by John Hyams. I gave this episode an 8 out of 10. I really hated Sunny. I was screaming at the screen. <laughs> at the inactiveness of the participants around as he was allowed to continue to bully. I understand it was two against one, but there were plenty of opportunities where poor Rhonda did not have to catch a bullet because everyone else was being a coward. And that's how I feel about that. So let's go ahead and jump into the recap. The Manor. A woman talks about children. Uh, this is the mother that we, I don't know if we ever got her name, just Ma. The one that looked like a crackhead the last episode. <laughs> How the mother is the son and the kids revolve around her. Sunny is her eldest and Freddie is her youngest. She clearly favors one over the other, but she loves them both. Or so she says. This is a moment before Rose and Anna show up needing to be let in. They seem nice offering food and warmth by the fire. Rhonda is more welcoming than the grandma. And of course we have Mark. And we know what happens to Mark. Sonny doesn't seem pleased Freddie opened the door to begin with, being the soft heart that he is. But I also think that he is not all the way mentally there. And I think that he's not a good person as he himself declared. But I do think that he's less of a abrasive figure than Sonny is, who absolutely had no chill for no reason. And the fact that Rhonda and Grandma and Mark let them in. I know your humanity wants to be good, but this is the argument of why you don't. Because then you, then you then become the victim of three against y'all three, but, well, technically it was four. I would have made it, I get they had guns, but man, I would have poisoned them something. <laughs> no one introduces themselves, which it's a zombie apocalypse, why would you? And the group is barely that as we find out that the female and Mark, Rhonda, we're making hard eyes at each other are a married couple and then the grandma's there and then the other two are some recent additions i'm not sure why grandma gave that look when mark and rhonda was like we're still in love The eldest is already bristling with the need to be aggressive and take control, browbeating their saviors into going out and getting supplies that are dropped to them via the plane that they was uh, that we have all seen. Now, how irrational do you have to be? Someone drops supplies, we go get them. They were very convinced that they were going to be turned on. And maybe if your behavior wasn't what it was, maybe you would not feel that type of paranoia. My thing is, if you're so anxious, why don't you go? You keep telling him to go, but you don't want to go with him. 
because you think it's a setup but you don't want him to go like that back and forth was just ridiculous and this is why you never let anyone in these people aren't even grateful and they're still trying to be reasonable with them because they have a certain fear or need to not take their lives i would have made it very clear when they slept that they had two bullets to the dome kill him do it shoot him eventually sunny browbeats mark into going and we know how this story ends sunny continues to be aggressive for no reason thinking something is fishy and so he wants the girls to go well he wants rose to go rose doesn't even acknowledge him playing cards when anna goes to the bathroom we discover there's an unknown man in the house before sunny even came for rose i forgot that he was trying to get his brother to go with mark but mom shut that shit down he was just trying to get everyone out of the house Freddie tries to get in on the game but doesn't know how to play then makes the comment of how she smells so good and he doesn't know why yes that was weird but clearly he isn't all there mentally i'm not saying don't be wary of him but the way in which she stated it in the first episode i was under the impression that more had occurred that was just more like a man being a man who hasn't been around a woman that isn't his mother in a very long time once again am i saying you shouldn't be wary be like okay but it definitely did not correlate with the way in which she said it back to him that goodbye between husband and wife was so bittersweet the way she was smelling him it was full of more emotion i've seen from rose regarding her own daughter even though i know she loves her mark went into beast mode to get to that shed and the snowmobile against the zombie outside don't you hate when a bitch think that we need you bitch hop on your knees all this dick i'm a future you open but bitch it's so easy to reach and i'm wasting my life how i thought i should please you i'm up on my bed like meagles we ready she's so like spaghetti y'all ready she only stuff it all it's the then we get to up a tree he was dead serious too by the way mark when he said uh, no another person will slow me down he was right when i saw the title for that i knew this was in regards to freddie at night the group is still being bullied by the now belligerent and drunk sunny why won't you die once again this is all leading to one inevitable conclusion and i think Rhonda knew that she was just too slow to work on it and she also did not recruit grandma just wanted to get dinner and he pointed a shotgun at her and freddie he gonna say am i gonna get some freddie definitely follows his brother with mom being the matriarch watching her son become the patriarch with the only male gone and she also is half annoyed by his actions but also not willing to do much other than say sit down he's not listening to you boo certainly doesn't help as he continues to point the gun at Rhonda, demanding that she stop lying she's like i cannot produce something that you that doesn't exist sir 
they are talking back and forth on a intercom that connects to the plane this guy is doing it out of the kindness of his fucking heart i'm not sure why you don't understand that to get yours you need to be calm and fucking patient rose has heard enough thinking why don't you use common fucking sense why do you think that he just left his wife why would he do that why would he be out there all by himself and decide not to come back and if there were others that were coming to get you do you think you would be able to do anything of fucking about that no he tries to get up on her and she makes it clear i'm not too easy to push around you wouldn't be in fear of being kicked out if you weren't acting like you should be they all hear the plane and despite saying the rule is he contacts us and gives us supplies they force her the trio that's tweedledee tweedledum and whatever the fuck the mom is that messed them up to begin with <laughs> They force her to contact him because that's somehow going to force him to do anything 20,000 feet above sky. You're, you're a fucking idiot. Rhonda goes upstairs to contact the plane and is accompanied by Freddie. And Freddie, he hears what she's saying because she's like, it must be hard. I had a sister, you know, growing up with someone like that you seem like a better person he's like i'm not really that good she's like yeah but you're not one you know step away from absolutely losing the marbles like that guy is he's just urging to shoot someone anyone must die like i don't trust you thus you must die and he's looked at everyone in the room including his own brother with that look (laughs) (laughs) so y'all all all should have been teaming up to take him down but blood apparently is thicker than water or common sense so i was hoping sonny would die a terrible death more terrible than the way he did it took too long for my opinion he comes upstairs and tells her to try again demands that she does then he says let's go i can't believe freddie tried to touch the thing like okay i'm gonna start messing with it just because why why do men do that shit and that is a men thing someone stole Rhonda's axe and i bet it's that guy roaming around in a wares bitch wants one of the boys to go get wood with her weird rash because of stress Sonny tries to get Anna to go, but Rose refuses and forces her to stick to her original plan of one of your sons need to go out there and get the wood since y'all want the firewood to begin with. We know this is how Freddie ended up in the tree. His own brother not letting him in without the wood. Never mind, it was his turn anyway, but mom won't force her favorite baby boy out into the woods and not only that she feels she has the highest um chance of survival with him next up feedback loop sunny is still on one oh please jesus let me kill this nigga what made me upset is that he had this conversation with his mom when his back was turned and that was the perfect opportunity for grandma 
for whomever to take both of them down you got the other one outside he can't do nothing they are completely vulnerable and for some reason that's not when they took their shot and that's why i was upset <laughs> how things unfolded um what's going on between him and the mom i don't know because that's nasty when you kiss your child on the mouth like that They hear the radio, so he sends Rhonda to check it out, but not before harassing Grandma, who just wanted to knit a sweater because it's cold. He gonna ask what you doing. What the fuck does it look like I'm doing? Something with my time. Something you need to do to keep your ass sane. Upstairs, he continues to yell at Rhonda and then kills her when she finally makes her move to try to end his reign. He is chased by the zombie version of her and somehow is able to survive. And instead of Rose killing all the problems, she only kills the two zombies. You know he murdered Rhonda. And this your team? I don't understand your decisions, Rose. Next, the river. uh, Sunny steadily gets drunk. I think mother and child are communicating via the card game. Upon hearing something on the radio, Sonny runs to it, then destroys it in his constant frustration and paranoia. Mom downstairs accuses Rose and Anna of stealing the rations before they finally kill these motherfuckers. share a murder toast with mom looking like yeah yeah you made your rite of passage (laughs) somehow don't look at him for the next moment you're looking at her like you're ready to just like smear blood on her fucking face the axe the dude upstairs we end the episode with him who stole the axe with the bug eyes watching the women sleep evil give the hell out yeah everything's just gonna work out great i don't want to see any rape or molestation he didn't seem as if i mean some people when they got their bug eyes and they look crazy that doesn't mean they are crazy so i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because he black and why is it always black people coming to help out these helpless ass white people (laughs) i'm just saying just saying i'm still not over the way in which she disregarded spears not saying you had didn't have to do what you had to do i'm saying you could have showed a little emotion something anything even after the fucking fact have like a 40 shout out just for him why didn't y'all just toast him into that if you want to send feedback on the next episode black on couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well Remember to like, share, subscribe if you have time. Run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, and leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black magic.